the is it morning yet deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to another episode of Accidental Parenting Podcast. This week, if you've been listening, we've been following a trend. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had an open adoption, an option, open, an open, adoption, open adoption. Yes, thank you. Story followed by an interview with uh, an attorney, uh, an adoption attorney. And this week, we have that attorney's husband. This is Troy. Say hi, Troy. Hello, everyone. You've got a great podcasting voice. I have no idea. No, I can hear it right now, and I'm telling you, you've got a great voice for this. Before the... Look, you may bomb the interview, but your voice is great. Well, hopefully other people enjoy just listening to my voice yet. Maybe you can put them to sleep. Uh, There's probably different things that they could do. It's funny. This is maybe a little bit information that we haven't shared with people in the past, but usually when we interview people for the podcast, we send out a list of interview questions... We want them to prep, to think about some of the things that they're going to say, and, and I wouldn't call it scripted, but, you know, they have an idea of what's coming. And when I told Troy that I was going to send him the interview questions, he refused. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to be happening. He said, no, I don't want any questions. I want this to be spur of the moment, spontaneous. In fact, he said, I want, I want you remember saying this, you said, I want to be able to look you in the eyes. Like, we need to be sitting and in, in just focusing on each other, looking each other in the eyes. Well, I took it so seriously, I haven't even listened to any of the podcasts thus far. <laughs> so I am really Thanks. unprepared. Thanks a lot, Troy. Yeah, you know, I know. I hit like a lot, though. So I've got a great story of how I met Troy. Um, but before I do that, we like to start these interviews with an awkward personal question. You ready? Uh, sure. And since you haven't listened to any previous podcasts, I'm going to ask the same question that I asked previously. In what order do you wash yourself in the shower? In what order do I wash myself in the shower? So, and this is kid friendly, by the way. Okay, so I, I, interestingly enough, I always start top down. I start with my head. Waterfall effect. Waterfall effect. I start. Yep. I shampoo my hair and then I shave. And you then shave in the shower. I shave in the shower. Yeah. So I, I do go, not shave in the shower. I have a beard, well, so I don't. Yeah, shave you don't enough. shave at all right now. I brush my teeth in the shower. I do that too. Oh, it's so the greatest feeling in the world. I brush. So that's true. I brush my teeth while the water's getting warm. So I'm in there. I uh, I brush my teeth. Then I wash my hair. Yep. Then I shave, and then I use a loofah. And then I'm I, a big fan of the loofah. And then, and then I have at it. <clears throat> so. You know, some people go washcloth. Yeah. That's so much laundry. I know. Like you like cuz I'm not reusing washcloths. Tiff uses the washcloth. Really? And I fold the laundry. Does she so use a new one every day? Every day. All right, so continuing with the awkward personal question. That one really wasn't that awkward unless you're envisioning me not wearing clothes, then that could be awkward. <laughs> this is We are friendly. looking eye to eye right now. Um, so. I'm actually looking around the room for something. There's a prop that I want to use in a later story and I, oh I can't quite place it. Is it the turtle? It is not the turtle that you and it's it's a fake turtle. That's not real. <laughs> I'll, I'll we'll it's take a, a picture turtle. of that. Um, you do the laundry. How often do you wash your, your bathing, your shower towel? So Tiff usually washes and I fold. Okay. So that's usually how we work it out. Um, we wash our towels once a week. Once a week. Yeah. That's about what we do. If, 
if I didn't have so much kid laundry to do, I'd do it every couple of days. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, I know people that will only use it once and then they'll wash it. They don't use the towel twice. I'm like, yeah. you're clean getting out of the shower. It lasts a couple of times. It does. I mean, yeah. I yeah. Mean, once is a- too After much. a week, you, you need to change it out. Speaking of laundry, I, I try to stay caught up on laundry. I work from home, mm-hmm. so it makes it really nice. If I have a 15, 30-minute break in between calls, I can go switch or do a load of laundry real quick. It's kind of awesome. So it doesn't leave all this laundry to the weekend like a lot of parents have to do. But this morning I woke up and walked upstairs, and I saw there were some... Uh, loads of laundry or some piles of laundry in my kids' room. So I picked them up and threw them in the wash, got them washed, got them folded, had them put them back in their drawers. And I helped with some of the littles put theirs in their drawers. And as I walked back downstairs, I saw one of their dirty clothes hamper was like already full of laundry. I, I had just finished all of their laundry and they had refilled it in like a matter of hours. So it sounds like you just needed to fold the clothes again because there's no way they were dirty. No, they were. Oh, wow. This was a pile of clothes that was in the bathroom. Oh. I didn't check the bathroom. That's unfortunate. Rookie mistake. Sorry about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, some things about Troy, and I know quite a bit about you. Before I do a full introduction, I want to talk about one of the first times that we met. So I mentioned earlier that I was looking for a prop in the room, and I found it. Troy, can you describe what I'm holding in my hands right now. It looks like a little black book that maybe Cole had before he was married of all of the girlfriends that he <laughs> might have. And uh, maybe he keeps it around this just in is, case he needs a it is, special it's person. A business, it's a business card uh, book. Okay. Right? So when yes. Aubrey and I were first married, we'd start we'd get business cards. And I'm like, what do you do with business cards? This is like 2004. And well, I decided to buy a little business card book, a little portfolio. I actually did have one of those. Yeah, the first one here is... Mine was in a 3D, 3 ring binder, though. This is, uh, <laughs> this is a little small. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have many cards in here. The first one in here is a guy named Jody. He was our next-door neighbor. A guy named Jody? Oh, yeah, Jody. Joe, uh, J-O-E-D-Y. Jody. Interesting. Yeah, okay. nice guy. Our next-door neighbor in the first condo that we had. And he was a retired guy. Um He's his his position is quote unquote retired, and he, he, and he handed a me a business card. card. Yeah, well, I like your amazing. second one. It was Spencer's Appliances. Spencer's Appliances. I've got something for Arizona State University. Um, there's a mortgage company, Camelback Volkswagen, house cleaning, and here it is, Troy Hill Land Project Manager. It actually has a title on it. Pulte Homes Del Web Communities. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. This business card, there's a lot of history behind this business card. So the first time that I met Troy, maybe it wasn't the first time we met, but the first time we actually spoke and got to know each other was at my sister's wedding. Yes. In 2005. Wait, wasn't it Cam's reception? It was Courtney's reception. It was a year after Aubrey and I had been married. Courtney was married a year later. Okay. And we chatted. We had a good time. I remember thinking, oh, he's pretty cool. And Tiffany was always a good, a good friend, you know, growing up. She was, she was a good cousin, not quite friends yet. Uh, we, we grew into that as, as we'll, we'll tell in this story. And as Troy left, he slipped me his business card. He's like, hey, call me sometime. Let's hang out. And this business card, I kid you not, sat in the, like, the side console of my door for my car for about two years. And you and I, I don't think we spoke once. No, we did in not. Those two, until we had kids. 
And I'm sure Tiff and I had the discussion of like those jerks. Like, really? Yeah. I gave him a business card. I guess apparently we weren't that interesting because we didn't want to uh, to continue the. How uh, funny is that? that conversation in 2004 was like, oh yeah, here's my business card. Call me. Who would do that today? Yeah. Yeah. Back then, I think I had a BlackBerry, so it wasn't. I mean, you just no you, one texted like we text yeah, today. Correct. Right? Oh, here I'll text you my number. Yeah. I'll get to give you a call real quick. This it's is very me. different. Yeah. And then we just lived in different cities and. Which didn't happen. But now, a couple years later, uh, our and kids were kids born. Later. And now, a few years after that, lots of kids. Between us, we've got eight kids total? Eight kids total. That's a lot. And we still have no idea what we're doing as parents. Getting better. Every day, get a little bit better. It's hit and miss. I have my moments. None of them are in prison yet, so that's good. That's, well, hopefully they're all too young to go to prison. It's true. All right. So, I'm going to make some... because. I know you pretty well. I don't know everything about you. I'm going to make some assumptions about you, and I want you to tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong. And I might sprinkle in some truths. I think you grew up in Long Beach, California. That is incorrect. Where You grew up in California, though. I did. It's a little town by Fresno called Hanford, California. Hanford. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Uh, it has the l- largest uh, available male population, single male population <laughs> in all of California. Because of how many prisons there are there, oh, and so <clears throat> you heard it right here, ladies. <laughs> I know there's a lot. There's a lot of uh, a lot of available men in the Central Valley. Okay, very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. All right, your first job in high school was a pool boy. You cleaned pools. I pools. also did not do that. No, um, I worked at a cabinet shop. Oh, okay, and I built cabinets. Okay, for commercial schools and stuff like that. Your top sports. In high school, were tennis and water polo. Uh, water polo. I did not play tennis in ding, ding, high ding. school. Yeah, it was water polo and swimming. Okay, which is well done. Kind of the same. Yeah, no, it it's is. not the same thing. Well, water no, polo. Those two the aren't. endurance required for water polo. I don't think that people realize how you can't ever touch the bottom. That is correct. And the thing that's also different about water polo is when there's a foul, that's when all the action happens. So you really never stop. The only time you get to stop is when you score a goal. And then you do, and you the, celebrate, uh, and celebrate, you burn all your energy. Back. Yeah, but it's nonstop. Do you watch a lot of sports? I am pretty busy with the four children that I have, yeah. and all the house stuff that I have going on. So I watch when I can, but not a ton. I've, you know, <laughs> I have gotten more into NCAA, NCAA sports lately, yeah. and this is—I'm sure this is really, really interesting information for all of our listeners right now. We're just chatting. The, the nice thing about having a podcast. Turns out you can talk about pretty much whatever you want to talk about. And they can always fast forward 30 seconds. They totally can. And I might still be talking about NCAA sports. (laughs) Anyway, I've gotten more into sports, NCAA sports lately. And it kills me because, you know, these players, they're playing rough. They're tired, right, in the fourth quarter. But then there's always going to be a defensive lineman who gets a sack in the fourth quarter. And then he gets up. And he's, like, running around celebrating. I'm like, you are burning all of your energy right there. The celebrations kill me. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, that's that's a little random. So let's talk more about parenting. Okay. You and I both have four kids each, and for a long time, we both only had girls. That is correct. How old were your girls when your first son was born? Oh, boy. So Anderson's five, so Audrey would have been nine, and Lucy would have been five. So Okay, so for a solid five years, so, so... Nine years, you had a girl. For five years, you had two girls. Correct. Did people ever ask you if you wanted a son? All the time. And it was like, oh, but you're going to go for a son, right? Yeah. 
And, and what was answer, your response? The answer was no. Uh, my answer was, I have girls figured out. I'm good being a dad to a girl. And if I ever want to do something that would be typically or stereotypically a guy thing, I'm like, I take my girls. Yeah. So, that, I mean, it's not like it hampered me and not being able to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. It actually gave me an excuse to say, hey, honey, I'm leaving this weekend with the girls. Yeah. And she would always, yeah, go ahead, go do it. So yeah, whether funny. it was canyoneering or hiking or whatever it was. It the was general perception is that guys need a son, right? And I, I'm the same way with you. I never felt like I had to have a son. In fact, I was more scared to have a son. I, I would have preferred to have another girl because you yeah, had that figured I, out. I'm not a coach. I yeah. don't know how to play basketball. I don't do football. Like there, I mean, I can watch them, but that has been my biggest concern with my boys. It's just like, uh, I, I'm not going to coach your soccer yeah. team. I'm not going to coach your basketball team. I mean, I'll come to your games, but that's not what I did. But you right. will take them to do some other fun things. You mentioned with your girls, you did canyoneering, hiking, some good high-adventure mm-hmm. trips and activities. A lot of outdoor stuff. What was the motivation behind that? Was it just because you wanted to do that stuff and you were into it? or Yeah, it's, it's something that I've always enjoyed. And to to do it on my own or with some buddies, it was really hard. But when I told my wife that I was going to go and I was going to take the girls, she's like, yeah, that's great bonding time. So I was able to do it more often. Yeah. And and what effect do you think, and time will tell, but what effect do you think these trips have had on your daughters? I know they really like it. Uh, we do goal planning every year and, and Wait, those things. Wait, you do things. goal planning with, the, with your family every yeah, year? family goals. Wow. Yeah. And so we write down all the things You're that so they like to do. You're so much better than I am. I, well, I... You've known that for a long time. Yeah. Um, uh, and so we sit down and they list all the different things that they want to do. And canyoneering and, and camping always makes the list. And so we try to make sure that we that we go on those trips. Yeah. So Ski, Skiing or whatever it is. Do you have plans to go canyoneering this year? We don't have the date specifically set. But yeah, we, we'll always go and we'll do Christopher Creek Gorge just because yeah. it's so easy. And yeah. it's, a, I mean, it's, it's one of the best canyons that, we, that I've done. It's fun. So it's a lot of fun. It's fun. Yeah, very cool. So now that you have sons, has has it changed at all? Has it been harder for you just to take the girls, or is there an expectation that you take Anderson too? What's what's the thought there? So we've had a lot of discussions about that on doing like date night, and I think I saw that you guys have started doing date individual date nights with your day date. We do day dates day because dates. nights are just reserved for the two of us. Let's be honest. Oh well, bow wow. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so what we. Uh, we still try to take the girls or our kids out and whether it's taking a mini golf or just to go get yogurtology or to whatever little thing that they might want to do. Sure. Those are the things that we'll go do. Um, but I do take, so last year my rule is that, uh, they get to go canyoneering when they're five. So last year I took all three kids, uh, to the gorge to go do that. And so all three kids will get to do it again. Um, do we have a date set? It's usually in July or August. Uh, this summer's going to be pretty busy, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. How did, so Anderson, the five-year-old, how did he do his first trip? So he, so Lucy by far was the, the most natural. So Lucy is my, my second daughter. Uh, and she just, we call her a spider monkey, but Anderson, I had to switch it up to where I actually strapped him in and I belayed him down. Okay. Um, he wasn't going to belay himself down. Or he'll grow them. into it, right? Like he'll probably do better each year that you go. Presumably, uh, that's that's the hope. <laughs> that's the hope. Yes. So, do you think you think your your girls are more adventurous than they would be because you've taken them to do them to do these things? I think so. I think it's given them confidence that they normally wouldn't have. Uh, 
some people might ask, well, does your wife go with you? Uh, my wife is um, pretty afraid of heights. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty extreme, and so she has told me... Your wife's a wimp. Yeah, well, no. I'm just kidding. She's probably <laughs> listening to this just to humor us. Yeah. She, She's uh, not... She, we love you, Tiffany. Yeah, you're amazing. Uh, definitely not a wimp, but there's certain things that she doesn't... Will never do. She'll never go skydiving. She'll, she doesn't like to... Nothing with sheer cliffs. Uh, even tall buildings are tough, um, but she'll do it if she needs to. Um, yeah. But this is just not something that she's interested in. She'll go camping with us or whatever, but canyoneering, no. How often? Pass. How often do you take your your girls rock climbing indoor? Oh, rock climbing! It's been a long time. Has I, it? I have not. All of the people that I had that I would go with moved away. <coughs> Cole. <clears throat> so Cole. Trey and I used to be rock climbing buddies uh, a few years back. It's probably been like it's, ten years. It's been a long time. It's like a decade. Yeah. Um, was it? We was did it? take we did take our girls once to the gym that we would climb at. Yeah. Do you remember this when Addie? Because Addie has she struggles with heights. We we did that ropes course uh, at the indoor main event yes. with you guys a couple yes, of yes, months yes. ago. It was really hard for me to get Addie to clip in and go up. Yes. And she's she's got this thing with heights. There was a little bribery that you tried. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Like you offered her like twenty bucks. I did. And she I, still didn't. Oh, I paid her. Yeah, she oh, she ended up going. Right? Oh, okay, awesome. But yeah, but we we went rock climbing. I remember we went rock climbing with you and your yeah. girls. It's probably been five or six years. And Addie, she was up, you know, that beginner wall in the yeah. gym, and she was about halfway up. And I'm like, Addie, you got to go up or come down. Like it's up to you. Yeah. But like, I really want you to go to the top. And she was nervous and scared, and I was maybe pushing too hard. And she turned around and, and said. With tears in her eyes, Dad, you're ruining rock climbing for me. And my response was, no, I'm not, because what you're doing right now isn't even rock climbing. <laughs> I don't remember that. Dad, but fail. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember that, but Sorry, that's one of the hun. things that I struggle with Anderson, because he'll get up and he'll only go up like 10 feet. And they'll be like, I'm done. I'm like, no, you're not. You have a long way to go. Totally. I'm just like... You're not done so you get to the top. I know. You got to hit the bar. Yeah. But... <clears throat> so... Let's talk for a moment gender stereotypes, because I think you guys are really good with this. And not to say that like your kids are one way or the other, right? I'm not. I'm not assuming or, or presuming anything there. Will uh, a few weeks ago, he came up to us and he's like, "Hey, can I paint my nails?" We're like, "No, we're not going to paint your nails." He's like, "Well, Anderson gets to." Anderson paints his nails all the time. Yeah, all which time. I think is awesome. Well, so like if you were to ask Anderson, Anderson's my five year old. If you were to ask Anderson, what's your favorite color? He'll say rainbow. That's beautiful. Like it, and it really is rainbow. Um, so like his backpack has a big rainbow on it. He's he just loves every color, and he paints his nails and he does all that thing. But just recently, he actually said, "Mom, I I I don't want to paint my nails anymore because the kids at school are making fun of oh, me." Oh, that so breaks my heart. It was really sad. I mean, he's in kindergarten, but but he still totally sports the rainbow. He's just a very loving loving child and. Uh, and we just love him for it. Yes. It's it, a beautiful it's, thing, it's right? Fun. Yeah. And if a kid wants to paint his nails, let him. If yeah. he wants to love rainbows, encourage, like, just be a kid and yeah. love it. And so I think I th- we. That actually breaks my heart. Yeah. He that still story. paints his toenails. Um, Good for they're him. in shoes, but uh, he just he just likes it. He loves to paint. He's very artistic. And yeah. He just enjoys, he just enjoys rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. All right. Um, any questions for me? I don't have any other questions written for you, but I feel what? like you might have a question for me. You asked me like a, a, an accidental parenting, a parenting fail. That was the whole thing that spurred oh, this. Yes. You haven't even asked me the point of this entire discussion. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so honestly, <laughs> these questions that I'm reading here, Aubrey had written most of them. 
Well, I'm just going to take over the interview yet. Okay, so I have two moments that are total dad fails. Okay, so let's pretend. <clears throat> let's pretend like I just... So, Troy, tell me, um, when is a time that you had <laughs> a parenting fail? Like, so, everything went wrong. And on the flip side, I'm going to follow up, parenting win. Uh Probably more parenting fails, but um, I'll, I'll try to think. I All didn't right. think through what a win would be. This is one thing that Cole and I did talk about uh, in accidental parenting because of the name of the podcast. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got a couple of those. So the first one is with Audrey. And um, what happened with her is when she was like three. You know she's going to listen to this. Yeah, probably. Okay. And I, I actually may have gotten permission, but, I mean, she was three. So it's, it's all fair bad. game. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Um, Tiff and I hadn't been married like a super long time, not like we are now, but, uh, I, I still thought it was kind of funny to, you know, fart in front of my daughter. Okay. And like, by I the would, way, we don't say that word in our house. Do you say flatulate? No. Toot? I just say I'm, I'm, I'm gassy. Oh, you're gassy? I'm just, I'm just gassy. Okay. You're just gassy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, I, I don't, I don't know what we say, but not gassy. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was, I, I went and like, I would just fart whenever I needed to fart. I'm like, it's, it's a bodily function, you know, it's natural. It's natural. Okay. Um, what wasn't natural is whenever I did it, I would laugh <laughs> and then she would laugh. And I still remember there's my wife was just like, Hey, this is going to have consequences. So I'm like, Oh, that's fine. Not a big okay. deal. Well, <clears throat> fast forward, we were saying prayers, um, at in her room and my wife was sitting at the foot of the bed and I was kneeling next to Audrey's bed and Audrey is kneeling on her bed. Okay. And mind you, she's three. Sure. Okay. So I'm saying the prayer and I'm like in the very middle of the prayer and she leans over and she sticks her butt right (laughs) in my face and just lights me up. Like right in the middle of prayer. Like I start laughing. She starts laughing. And my wife is just, I look at my wife and she just has, she just has this look. And she's just like, you made this bed. You need to figure it out. <laughs> so that was one of my fails because then I did have to have a talk with my three-year-old saying, hey, yeah. that's probably not okay. And then I've had to change my habits to where, you know, I try not to be free with my gassiness. Look, and, and, it's and so hard, it. you know. Mm-hmm. My kids will like, dad, I'm like, guys, I'm really gassy. I just, I'm sorry. It's yeah. a guy thing. And the older I get, the worse it gets. I'm sorry. That's, that's. That that must be fun for everyone in your family because yeah, really we're getting old. Bad. Yeah. Um, so then the other one was with Lucy. So going back to the stereotypes, um, you know, the stereotype is for for boys, guys, men, whatever, it's very easy to go to the bathroom wherever, whenever. Yeah, you got a tree, there's a bush. In fact, my kids, they drive down the street. We'll, we'll be on a road trip and <laughs> someone will be like, oh, I need to use the restroom. And I'm like, oh, sorry, there's not a gas station nearby. And Will's like, there's a toilet. There's another toilet. Like every tree that passed, he's like, there's a toilet. There's another one. Hey, there's a toilet. There are tons of toilets. What are you talking about? Anyway. Yeah, a little different for a girl. But um, so like I had to, I had to actually, I read a book on how to help girls go to the bathroom in the woods. Okay. Um, And I actually learned quite a bit. Um, And what happened is when we were out swimming, like oftentimes the girls would be all wet and they'd be like, dad, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, Hey, not a problem. You know, just go around the corner and just go to the bathroom. And then when they yeah. come back, I'd splash them with water, you know, yeah. chlorine. It's, you know, it's, it's just a little pee or whatever. Well, that's, that's <clears throat> why they use chlorine. I know. I know. So there was this one time where she's like, dad, I really need to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, go to the bathroom. And <laughs> so she goes over there and she does her thing and she comes back. She's like, dad, I need toilet paper i was like oh, <laughs> oh wow we took it to the next level yeah and um so i had to go over there and i had to um take care of that i yeah i had to and then we had to have that talk she was also very young at the yeah. time let she me was know whether yeah. 
Yeah. When that happened. It's funny. I've got two stories that relate to that. So when we lived in New York, in fact, Troy and Tiffany were the only friends that visited us. And it was amazing, by the way. When we lived All in New York. All y'all missed out on yeah. going to New York. because We had the trip. best time. We had the best time. Mm-hmm. And so when we lived in New York... We'd be at the park, and if my kids needed to go to the bathroom and there wasn't one nearby, I would take them into the bushes. And I, I figured out this thing where if they put their, their backs on my chest and I kind of held up mm-hmm. the bottom of their legs and I squatted and they, it was like, and then they Yeah, you got to aim it out. Yeah, but yeah. yeah exactly. But yeah. yeah, it's always a tricky thing with girls. Yeah. I think you're also the one that taught me that for girls, it's much easier to have them set on the side of the toilet than in the middle. Oh, yeah. And you taught me that, and that was, <clears throat> excuse me, that was invaluable. I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much more sense. Yeah. Because yeah. then they can hold down their nut. Yeah. Just so yeah. that's a little tip from two dads to there we you go. out there. The other story that I was going to tell that had to do with that, I completely forgot. So it must not have been that great after all. I kind of miss it. I kind of want to know that story. What were we talking What were we, what, It was something about toilets, bathrooms. Oh, you were talking about New York. We were the only New ones York. that went and visited you in New York. Okay. Was it the time that we walked into the kids in the bathtub and there was a floating brown log? No, did that happen? Yes. Oh, Do you not remember that? No, I remember. Uh, I remember this. St- we we tell a story that we've told previously on our podcast oh, okay. about about corn in the bathtub. Ooh, and one of our festive. kids was like, "Where did all this food come from? Like, this is amazing. There's food." I'm like, "Nobody touch anything. Everybody out of the tub." Oh, it was awful. All right, so let's wrap this up. That's a great story. You know, Aubrey loves to play games, and she's, yes. you know, brought me into the fold of she game playing. So we're going to play a little game of Would You Rather. Yeah, you mentioned this. I didn't know how... So he, Cole did text me I last night. I texted you last night. And I'm like, I don't know how dark he's going to go on this, or if it's very... So, like, I went pretty dark. And <laughs> oh, so boy. I'm like... I'm, this I, is kid-friendly. I know, I know. Kay. So I, if you're going to ask me to give you one, I'm going to have to come up with it on the fly. Let me, okay, let me ask. I've got some for you, okay. and then you can think about it for a few minutes. We can pause if we need to and okay. record. Sounds good. Okay. So would you rather eat gum off the bottom of a, of a school desk? Is it my school desk? No. Oh, okay. Or eat a meal. <laughs> oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is bad. Or eat a meal that was prepared by someone that you know had been up all night with the stomach flu and is not known to be a big hand washer. If that was the case, I'd go with the gum. <laughs> I would. I definitely go with the gum because I take my there. chances. At least I wouldn't know, yeah. <laughs> and I would just hope for the best. I think I'm with you there. All right, you ready for this next one? Yes. Would you rather jump into a pool of ice cold pickle juice once, or have to bathe in warm pickle juice for an entire week? It's quite random. I would go with cold pickle juice once just, just to get it over with. Get it over just with. Just rip off that Band-Aid. Okay. Just, All right. Yeah. I'm learning a lot about you here. Okay. All right. Last one for me. Would you rather never speak again for the rest of your life, other than the word tenderloin, or, and just see, that's the only word you can say tenderloin. is tenderloin. That's it. Tenderloin. Or <laughs> would you... Get a large face tattoo designed by Marilyn Manson that's spelled incorrectly. (laughs) Is there a third option? Jeez. Tenderloin for the rest of my life or a face tattoo? Because a face tattoo is the rest of your life, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could 
get a face transplant or try to get it removed or something. <laughs> Holy smokes. Um, that, that is I'm, tough. I've got tears I, in my eyes like, from this last one. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I guess, and it's not a vulgar thing that's tattooed on my face. No, just it's something, something that's designed misspelled. by Marilyn Manson and spelled man, incorrectly. that's pretty bad. Oh, man. And so it's not even like it'd be artistic or anything like that. It would be pretty rough. Um... But I'd still have to go with that. Totally. Take the risk. Like, yeah, because at least I could still communicate. There's a story behind it. I could wear a hood on my face or something. And it's better than tenderloin. Yeah, for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life. Tenderloin, yeah, no. All right, so we're going to have you think of a couple of of would-you-rathers for me. Okay. So would you rather have to forget everything that happens every day? So like you like start 50 first dates. like 50 first dates. Okay. So like every day, or would you rather have to relive like the same day, day over and oh, over again? Oh, that's a good one. Would I rather 50 first dates or Groundhog Day? 50 first dates. 50 first dates? Yep. Because then and you could I at just, least progress. I and just hope you... that I find Adam Sandler <laughs> and he makes a, just a beautiful little video for me. That'll help me remember, or that, at least that would be help lovely. Me understand? Yeah, okay, that's a good question. So I've got another one for you. Okay, would you rather have your favorite sports team lose okay. every time? So okay. whatever I, you just said that you were into Arizona N- State, N- yeah, NCAs. <laughs> I guess you're used to this. This is a pointless question. Oh, <laughs> come on, they did beat Oregon. They oh. did beat Oregon. Are would you a BYU you, fan? Uh, eh. I don't I, I don't do sports that much. Okay, and they're just good. always they're kinda like ASU. Always just a little bit. I don't know about that. Eh. I don't lost know the about bowl that. game. They like I don't the know. The bowl game that were they even eligible for? Did they win six like they, Yeah, they played Hawaii. Yeah, they it was but close. that's like they always play the Aloha Bowl. With, yeah. Like that's that's at this point it's not even a bowl game. Or they play in like Vegas, but whatever. That's what they used to be. It was fun when I was in college going and doing that. Okay, so back. Would you rather have your favorite okay. team, whatever team you were rooting for, sure. you always knew they were going to lose because okay. of you. <laughs> because of me. Because okay. of you. Or would you rather never be able to play sports, any type of sports, for the rest of your life? Ooh. And losing. I know you and Aubrey are big sports people. So yeah. no pickleball, no volleyball. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Every, every Saturday morning we play volleyball, and we try to play pickleball once every couple of weeks. Sorry, team, you're going to lose. So every team you me. ever rooted for, you knew they were going to lose. I don't root for many teams. so. But you knew if you ever had a desire, they were going to lose. Yeah. I guess you could make a lot of money. That's true. <laughs> Sports betting. Yeah. I think a, you're onto something. That was, a, that was an easy one. <clears throat> yeah. Another one or are we done? Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with one more. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. So... No, I probably should stop. That one was going to be inappropriate. <laughs> All right, we're going to stop the recording, and then he's going to ask me, because I could see the wheels turn. He's like, okay, my wife and my kids are going to listen to this. But Troy, thank you so much for letting me pick your brain about being a dad. And I like to call you an adventure dad, because you take your kids, and you do fun things with them, and you're always happy and excited to spend time with them. And you've always been a great example to me about what a dad should be. So thanks well, thank for coming on much. the podcast. Thanks for having me, Cole. It was a lot of All fun. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Troy does have a really good voice on the podcast. Really? I know, right? If if I had to compare his voice to a celebrity, I would say that Troy's voice is George Clooney. Oh, that's a good compliment. Right? Yeah.
<laughs> he could do like radio commercials, like voiceover work. He really could. In fact, you heard it here first. Troy, if you're looking for a new gig, you could do voiceover work. You could you could work with Meghan Markle because she's looking for voiceover work too. Oh, yeah. She's coming to the States. She's going to need some employment. Yeah. Make Troy, up for... <laughs> you could be a voiceover person as well. They could well. both be cartoons on the next animated film. So the reason for this follow-up after Troy's interview, if you're following along in this series of events, we interviewed Troy's wife last week, and we played the newlywed game where Troy talked about getting in trouble with the law. Yeah, he, just, he mentioned he got arrested, and then you wouldn't let us have the details. I wouldn't let us have the details. I held it as a teaser, and then I forgot to ask him during my interview with him. And we need to hear it. I so want to know. So we're going to call him up right now, and we're going to get the real story about how Troy got in trouble with the law. Hello, this is Troy. Oh, hello, Troy. Hello, Coleman. Um, Aubrey is here in the room with me as well. Say hi to Aubrey. Hello, Aubrey. Hey. And oh. we we were discussing two things. One, how great of a voice you have for podcasting. I will take your word for it because yeah. I don't like hearing my own voice, so you have that. No, it's really good. Yeah. It's fantastic. We and think you should do voiceover work. <laughs> All right, I'm in. All right, we'll we'll sign you up with Megan Markle's agent. Sounds good. And two, uh, if you recall when we played the newlywed game for Tiffany's podcast, we talked about when you got into a little bit of trouble with the law. I do recall this. And then I said I was going to bring it up, but I I didn't bring it up in our interview. So let's let's hear the story. All right. So I hope this isn't an anticlimactic story, but it is it is a story that I will never forget. when I was in college, uh, I had a very good friend of mine, Blake, and he and I uh, would go and we would go backcountry skiing slash snowboarding. He skied and I snowboarded. And what we would do is we'd go to different resorts and we'd give a lifty a candy bar to let us go up one run. Uh, and we had our snowshoes and we had all the gear to go backcountry. And so we did that. Uh, Hold on, you were bribing them with a candy bar? Yeah, with a candy bar. Wow. With a candy bar, like like a Snickers. And they they let you take one lift up. We're like, hey, can we get get one lift up? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. And so we went up, and uh, this was in Utah. We went up to one of the resorts, and then we went off. uh, We snowboarded down to where we knew we could go backcountry. We ducked the ropes. And we started blazing a trail to get up to one of the peaks. And then we were planning on, on snowboarding out of bounds. So we weren't even planning on coming back into the resort. <clears throat> so we had gotten to the point where we were at the very top of where we were going to start going down. And the guys on the skis already had their skis clipped in. And I was sitting down getting on my board. And we saw some ski patrol guys start yelling at us. And so there were three of us, and one of the guys that was on skis, he's like, forget this. And he actually just took off. But I wasn't going to be able to get my board on in time to go. And so my other ski buddy stayed with me, and the ski patrol guys were so furious. They were so mad, and we're like, what's the deal? And 
what they said is because we had blazed a trail, now other skiers were going to follow our path and they were going to go out of bounds too. And I'm like, okay, great. Well, they didn't think that was a good response. So they took me down to their like little police headquarters thing at the resort. And I ended up getting charged with a class B misdemeanor for theft of services. Theft of services. Theft of services. That's what they called it. So, um, my buddy and I ended up having to go to, uh, we went to court and we pled, um, no contest, which basically meant we just wasted our time. Cause then the judge was like, okay, if you don't do anything for six months, we'll be expunged from your record. But it was yeah. just, it was just a pain in the butt because we, uh, it just took a lot of time because we had to go back into the jurisdiction where they were and we were, we were down South. That. Yeah. So not super exciting, but, uh, yeah, that was, though, but I do feel like the lesson learned is, people need to figure out how to get their board on faster, right? If you could have got your snowboard on yeah. and take off. The other guy got away. <laughs> yeah, okay, so sorry. The other guy did get away. So the guy that took off, he went down, and then he ended up, because we parked in the parking lot of the ski resort, he went down, and then he ended up taking off his skis or whatever, made it all the way down. I can't remember if one of the guys tried to chase him or not, but, I mean, we're all we're all pretty good. If, if I had had my board on, I don't think they would have, well, I don't know. You leave a pretty big track. It's not like you can hide sure. once you're backcountry and you're powder. Right. But he ended up getting up on the road and he kind of like hit, I think. And then he ended up hitchhiking back up to the resort. And he oh, never man. got caught. He so, kind of threw you under the bus because if they hadn't caught you, they probably would have gone after him and caught him. Uh, I mean, possibly. And, and ironically, like, I, I didn't even know the guy's name. So they're like, well, who was that? I'm like, I honestly don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, I, I don't know his name. But, um, all yeah, right. we ended up doing it a, a couple more times and we didn't get caught, um, but it was just that one time, and uh, yeah. And you know, no regrets? Uh, well, you know, we probably... No, no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. All no, right, that's all what... Good. That's what your face tattoo is going to be spelled. It's going to be an incorrect spelling of no regrets designed by, who was it, Marilyn Manson? Yeah. Yeah, it was Marilyn Manson. Uh-huh. Enjoy that. All right, buddy. Yeah, Thank- the, oh, yeah. The thing about that is I think if I got that tattoo in 10 years, I still wouldn't be in any trouble like what happened over the past, uh, after last night. You know, I'm still a little worried about that, but. Last That's probably for another podcast. La- we'll, we'll tell the story of last night another time. By the way, I did change my AC filters today. Uh, that is that is nice. And you're guilting me into doing it because I don't think I've done yeah. mine since I told you you needed to change yours. There's history so, there for our listeners. Guilty. Troy is really yeah. good at pointing out when I need to change my AC filters. Anyway, thanks for the call, and um, once again, thanks for thanks for all the recording stuff. So enjoy your evening. All right, thank you very much. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye. That's and there, a pretty good story. And there you have it. <laughs> I'm glad and that's the God. rest of the story. <laughs> All right. See you later. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.